The Reinvent You podcast is designed to provide tangible advice that will help transform those who have experienced a divorce or a breakup into rediscovering their voice, regaining their power, and obtaining their freedom by focusing on mindset, emotions, finances, health, faith, love, parenting, and building meaningful relationships. These weekly talks are designed to assist individuals to become the best version of themselves in their personal lives, families, and professional environment. I'm your host, Tanya Carter, and thank you for joining. What is up, good people, and welcome, 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 welcome to episode eight of the Reinvent You podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Carter, and thank you so much for joining me this week. So guys, this past weekend, I was just really thinking about what are some of the biggest challenges that many people face when departing from a relationship? Like, what are some of the things that are fearful to most, okay? And I'm going to definitely say that one of the biggest challenges that I do believe that many tend to struggle with is the starting over part. Okay. Like just believing that, man, I gotta, I gotta start back over from ground zero. Right. And starting over can seem to be a lot. You know, I'm just going to be honest. It is. And what happens is when you start to think about everything you have to do from getting your finances together to possibly even having to move out to maybe putting your kids in a different school um, to even getting everything changed over into your name, getting yourself emotionally back on track. There's a lot of different things that happens when you depart from a relationship, okay? Which is why I believe it can be very challenging for many people. And what happens is when you start to think about everything that you have to do, everything that needs to get done, you start to get extremely overwhelmed, okay? And so when you start to become overwhelmed with things, these are some of the things that could potentially happen. You can find yourself avoid doing it altogether. Um, What I find is that sometimes people tend to avoid what they need to deal with because the thought of doing it creates some level of anxiety or even stress. And so instead of dealing with it, they'll just avoid it. Okay, because you you, you believe that there's so much to do. Um, You can even find yourself experiencing some form of anger. All right, because you, you think of everything you have to do and in your head. You're like, this isn't fair. You know, why do I have to start over? I put all this work in this relationship. And now that it didn't work, I have to rebuild. You know, um, y- you start to maybe even develop some unhealthy coping mechanisms. OK, because when you think of everything you have to do, you can find yourself um, drinking a lot. Um, you can find yourself overeating or entertaining a relationship that doesn't really serve you. You could find yourself emotionally spending. So there's a lot of different things 
that happens when you start to sense a level of overwhelm when believing that starting over seems to be too much. Okay. And what I wanted to talk about today, I wanted to talk about a few things that you can do when you start to feel that way. Okay. Because when people tell me they want to be better, when people tell me they want to move forward, they don't want to be stuck. Like you, you have to not allow yourself to let starting over seems to be so much where you find yourself staying stuck in a place that you don't want to be. Okay. And before I get into a couple of different tips that I do believe will help you, I want to lay somewhat of a foundation before I get into my three points. Okay. Because one thing that I've realized about starting over and rebuilding was that I had to change my perspective on a, on everything. Like the way you see things, the way you view things will determine how you get out of a situation. Okay. And so what ends up happening is that if you let starting over seems like a prison for you, seems like it's unfair, allowing yourself to become angry, then what ends up happening is that if you see it only from that lens, chances are you'll stay stuck. Now, if you look at this from a perspective of possibility for more, meaning that you know there's more ahead for you, then chances are you'll move forward. You know, as I tell everyone that I work with, you have to lay a different foundation. And one of those things is allowing yourself to see what you've been through in a different perspective, okay? Because if I can be honest with you, I don't really think you're starting over like you think you are, okay? I I don't think you're really starting um, from ground zero like you believe you are, okay? Because, oh, here's the thing about rebuilding, right? You are building a better foundation with the level of wisdom, knowledge, the lessons that you've learned, the discernment that you've picked up along the way, and even the experience that you have. Because a lot of us associate what we go through as who we are, when in reality, what you've been through is only an experience that you've been through, okay? And so what ends up happening is that when you look at this from a perspective of understanding that this is an experience that you've been through that has taught you a lot for you to move forward and become a higher version of you, then chances are the thought of starting over starts to calm down, okay? Because when when people say they're stuck, a lot of that comes from a mental belief, Okay, it comes from a mental belief. All right. And what ends up happening is that when you have that mental belief of feeling like you're stuck, you're focused on what this should have been as opposed to not allowing yourself to see what came out of this situation for you. Okay. And so I want to lay that foundation because if you don't see this from a different lens, if you don't change your view, if you don't allow yourself to see the good in this situation, then starting over will always be a drag for you. All right. And and I'm just going to be honest about that. Okay. So I don't want you to believe that you're really starting from ground zero. You're starting now from a person who has a level of experience in a situation that they've been through, that's going to help them move forward and be a better version of who they are. Okay. And, and that is extremely important. And so here's the thing about starting over. Okay. And, and, and this is what I've realized too, um, about starting over when it came to myself. And I want to share these things with you because this allowed me to move forward. This allowed me to rebuild and reinvent myself. One of the things that I had to do, 
Okay, one of the things that I needed to do when I thought that starting over seemed too much for me, when I felt like, why should I have to rebuild? This actually gave me the opportunity to design my life. Okay, this gave me the opportunity to create my life the way I wanted to. In my book, Divorce Your Story, the first chapter I talk about is Divorce Your Past. And the purpose of that chapter is for you to really figure out what it is you want. And when I say designing your life, this gives you an opportunity to design your life. This is asking you what it is you want. In other words, this gives you the opportunity to create. Okay, this gives you the opportunity to bring something that you want into existence. Okay, and one thing that I know, especially when it comes to women, this is one thing I do know to be a proven fact. Okay, when it comes to things like our hair, our house, our car, or our outfit, a pair of shoes, a purse. We are very particular on what it is we want. Like we know what we want. There's no negotiation. If it isn't something that we want, we turn it down. If that outfit isn't working, we're not going to get it. If that hairstyle is not what we wanted, we're not going to keep it. Like we're very clear on certain things. If we can be particular about these types of things, then why we aren't as firm on realizing that we can create our lives with those same level of standards. I want you to really think about it. If I can go and pick out the exact pair of shoes that I want, okay, the designer, the color, everything. If I know exactly what I want and I know that I don't want anything else, why am I not that particular on the kind of life that I want. Okay. Like when, when you ask people when it comes to their life, when you ask them, what do you want? Many people can't even tell me what they want. The only thing that people say is I want to be happy. But what does that look like for you? Like if you had the opportunity to create the happiness that you want for your life, what would that creation look like for you? And many people can't even answer a question that simple. Think about it. What if we were just as intentional about creating our life like we do all the things that I just listed? Okay. Like if we were just that intentional about creating our lives like we do building a home. Okay. What if we were just that intentional? What would our life be like? What if we really sat down and had a real meeting with ourselves? And say, what do I want to see come from this? How do I want my life to be designed? What areas of my life do I want to see good fruit be produced? Like, look at all the areas of your life that are meaningful to you. Okay. From your, your, your spiritual well-being, your, your mental mindset, your emotions, your, your health, your relationships with your friends and your family, your financial life. Like when you look at those areas that are meaningful to you, ask yourself, what do I want to see get produced in those areas? In other words, it's time to look at what you've been neglecting in your life. What I find is that the reason why it's hard for many people to move forward and, and rebuild is because they've neglected so much of themselves. Okay, like when I talk to women all the time, I always hear I don't know who I am. 
I don't, I feel like I've lost myself. I'm unsure on who I am. That's one of the biggest things I hear. Okay. Many people don't have a level of self-identity because what ends up happening is that you give up a lot of yourself for the relationship. You give up a lot of yourself when it comes to being a mom. And so what happens is when you give so much of yourself away, you've never thought about creating your own life. You never gave yourself that ability to do so because you've been extremely busy living for other people. You've been making everybody else the priority. And so what ends up happening is that when you do that, you end up shrinking your voice or you may have downplayed what you really want because chances are, if you felt like you spoke up on the things that you want, you would probably risk losing your relationship. So we, we feel the need to shrink our voices. Okay. And the thing about rebuilding and reinventing yourself. Okay. Remember I told you guys, you have to look at this thing in a different perspective is that now you have the power to create. Okay. Like no one has that level of power over you anymore. Like this gives you the opportunity to create a level of freedom to live your life by design. And so when you sit here and say, starting over just seems like a lot to do, then think about what would it look like if you actually lived your life by design? When people build a home, they get a home built from the ground up. They're very particular on what they want. They're very specific on the furniture they want. They're very particular on the design that they want, the paint in the home, the appliances in the home, like they're very clear on what they want. And if we design our lives like we do things like our homes or our cars, then I believe that starting over will start to look like an opportunity to rebuild in a way that will allow you to move forward that can also cause you to thrive. Okay. And I want you to really, really take inventory of that. All right. And, and that's one of the things that really helped me was the fact that it gave me an opportunity to create the life that I want. All right. Another thing that really helped me when I felt like starting over seemed to be a lot is I started to take this thing one day at a time. Earlier, I mentioned when you start to think about everything that you need to do, it can bring a level of fear depression, anxiety, stagnation, you know, it, it can cause you to even avoid doing anything at all. Okay. Because we're looking at this 30,000 foot view, meaning that we're looking so far ahead and we think that it's unreachable. And when something seems to be unreachable, then it becomes too much for you to handle. You start to become overwhelmed with all the responsibilities, the kids, taking care of the entire household, your job, like you start thinking about everything and then you're trying to do it all today. You're trying to do everything in one day. And the reality is you cannot do that. It is not possible to do and not become stressed out. Okay. And, and that's the thing, you know, and, and I want to really put this out here because we want to try to fix or repair Things that took years to get to in one day. Okay. And, and I want you, again, this goes into perspective. You have to think of the word perspective and perspective says, you know what? It can get done, but everything just can't get done today. 
All right. That's perspective. Looking at this thing from a different lens. You know, it's understanding that today is the day that you do have. But how are we going to make the most out of today? How 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 can I maximize the current day that I have? And this is very vital to know because what this does is that it allows you to take inventory of what season you're in. Okay, and seasons are very important because seasons change and it's important to know what season you're in to know exactly what you can handle, because if you don't know how much you can handle, then starting over will probably become too much for you. Like I'm gonna give you guys an example. I mean, there was just a certain season where there was a lot of things that I really couldn't do financially. And what I found myself doing at that time was that I was over exhausting myself financially because I didn't want to accept the fact that I just did not have the funding, especially when it came to my kids and their activities. And I'm going to tell you something that stressed me out completely. It made me more stressed out trying to do more than what I honestly could handle because in that particular season, I honestly just couldn't do it. And so I was causing more stress by trying to extend myself to a level that was just not doable for me at that moment. Okay. And that's why I say, know what season you're in and understand that the season will change. Okay. So in other words, it's okay to say, I can't do this at this particular moment. Okay. Like it's okay to say that it's okay to understand that. This right now isn't an emergency for me. It may be important, but it isn't something that needs to be done at this present moment. Um, It's okay to not know all the answers. Okay. Like, because one thing that I know, especially when it comes to women, we, we, we want a level of certainty. We want to know all the answers right then and there. And if we don't know the answer, we won't move. And I'm going to tell you something. You're not going to know everything. Even when starting over, it really is a faith walk a lot of the time. And what that means is that is that you have to trust and believe to know that moving forward is the only way out. Because what happens is if you feel like you have to know all the answers, then chances are you're going to stay stuck because you need a level of certainty to move. Okay, and I just want to really put this out here because that's what taking one day at a time means. It means to know where you're going, but it also means to be extremely aware of where you are right now. It's, It's about focusing on what you honestly can do. Like, what can I do in this season? What can I do that is doable in this season that's going to allow me to evolve to the next season of my life? Okay. And, and when you get crystal clear on those things that you honestly can pour into, make that become your focus and put all your energy on those things. And when you put your energy and your focus on the things that you can do, you'll find yourself rebuilding, reinventing yourself, and you'll find yourself being a lot more further than where you were before. Okay. So it's really important to give this thing one day at a time.
Okay. Like we put a lot of focus on tomorrow. Don't worry about tomorrow. Like tomorrow really does have enough trouble of its own. And many of us are focusing so much on tomorrow that we're not putting all our energy and focus on what can be done at the present moment, which is today. Okay. So that's the, that's the next thing that I really had to learn is really taking this thing one day at a time. All right. And while you're placing all your focus and energy on the things that you know you can do in this season, that's going to help you elevate. This is what I really want you to do as well. Okay, I really need for you to celebrate your wins. Anything that has helped you elevate, whether that be you, you, you set your budget or you may have decluttered a room, whatever that is for you in this season that you're in. Make sure that you give yourself a level of appreciation for that. Okay, because that builds momentum, that builds resilience, that builds the confidence that you need to keep focusing on those things that you know you need to do to constantly move ahead. Okay, because one thing that I've learned is that when you're looking at everything you need to do and it can become extremely overwhelming. You forget the things that you're currently doing to get to that level. Okay. And so when you're on this journey of of betterment and what I'm saying, taking this thing one day at a time, it's important to also celebrate yourself along the way. Never forget the small wins that really helped me out a lot. And so make sure that you write that down every night. What did I do to win today? How did I win the day? Okay, and before you know it, that stuff compounds over time. And as it compounds, you'll start to see and get more clarity on where you're headed. Okay, another thing that I've learned um, when it comes to starting over, when starting over seemed to just be too much, I really had to understand that I couldn't do this alone. I just couldn't do this alone. And this is what I want you to do. I want you to either write this down. I need for you to either repeat this to yourself or put a reminder on your phone that says, I am not an island. Okay. Like I I really need for you to put this down because when you're trying to do everything solo, when you're trying to do everything by yourself, starting over just seems to be too much to do. It it really does. And we, we have this, Um, society that really praises the strong woman syndrome where you must do everything on your own never ask for help you can figure it out you can do you can do anything And, and I'm not saying you can't do a lot of things but to believe that you can do everything all the time it's extremely draining to your your spiritual your mental your emotional and even your physical and professional life Okay, when, when you try to do everything on your own, um, if, if I can be honest, I haven't met one person who has evolved in their life and they and they did it all by themselves. I haven't. Um, there's a there's an African proverb that says it takes a village to raise a child. Okay, and I totally agree. But I'm also going to say that it does take a village to get you to the to the next level as an adult. You know, uh, many of us, we suffer in silence a lot. We say things like, I'm OK, I got it. I don't need no help. Only to internally suffer mentally and emotionally. 
Okay. And one thing about walking away from a relationship, whether that's a divorce or even a long term relationship, it hurts so bad because you're grieving a death of a relationship. Like it's really no different than losing a loved one. Okay. You know, divorce is the second top stressor in the world. And a lot of us are suffering mentally and emotionally um, because we're not allowing ourselves to receive help in a season of our lives that we needed the most. And so when, when someone asks if you need anything, be okay with saying, yes, you do and tell them what you need. You know, no one can know what your needs are unless you make them known. Okay. And when someone wants to do something kind for you, receive it. We, we, we talk a lot about giving and yes, giving is one of the most ultimate things you can do for people. It's just to be a service and help, right? But in giving, learn how to receive, learn to know that when someone is there to help you, that could be your blessing. And, and I'm saying this because I have suffered for years of the strong woman syndrome. Like I, I didn't like asking for help. And if I can be honest, I still struggle with it at times. You know, um, I am a big figure outer. I am a person that doesn't really like to ask. That's my natural response. And so I have to, I, I'm constantly building that muscle of receiving help and also, and also knowing when I honestly need it and being okay with knowing that without feeling like asking for help diminishes me. Okay. Like that was something that I have suffered with a lot. Let me, let me tell you guys a story really quickly. When I was going through my divorce and I was in between jobs, you know, and I had to take my son to the doctor because he had allergies really bad when he was younger. And when I went to the doctor and they, they told me how much everything was going to be, I didn't have the money. I didn't have the money because at that time I did not have insurance and I had, there was a guy, a gentleman who was there at the doctor's office who offered to pay and my strong woman syndrome would not accept it. It just wouldn't. I was like, I'm okay because that was what I was just used to doing. Um, That was something that I actually used to wear with a badge of honor. But what I saw in that, when I really wanted to rebuild my life was that I couldn't rebuild my life and believe that I could do it on my own. And, and I'm saying this because many of us miss out on our blessings from people because we don't want to allow ourselves to open our hearts to receive help from other people. And I want to encourage you to know when you need help. Okay. Like for real, when it, if it comes to watching your kids, so you can just have a mental break. When it comes to, you know, you might be in a season where you have to move and you need help with someone assisting you with that. You may need help with getting your resume together. Like what, whatever that help is that you, you know, you honestly need, then allow yourself to receive that help. Okay. Also, when it comes to realizing that I couldn't do it alone, I also had to realized that I needed some real accountability in my life. <laughs> okay. I really needed some real gut punching accountability when rewriting your story, when reinventing yourself is 
very important to make sure that the chapters ahead are not a repeat of the last ones. Okay, so in other words, this really does have to be an intentional thing. And what I mean by that is there are just certain seasons in your life that your mental toughness is just not as strong as you would like it to be. Especially when you are in that beginning season of reinventing yourself. And it's important to admit where you are. Like it's important to know where you are to get the kind of support you need to get you through this on purpose. All right. Now I'm an advocate of having good friends and family because they are a good support system in some cases. But when it comes to an emotional and a mental state of being, I really do highly recommend professional accountability. Okay. Because the life that you want to create, remember I talked about, you know, creating your life and living your life by design. Like if you really want to live a life by design, you cannot do it without a plan. Okay. And when you're attempting to do it on your own, it can be twice as challenging. And when you have a level of accountability, it helps you navigate through this a lot more easier. And it also makes sure that you do accomplish your goals. Okay, like one thing about starting over and reinventing yourself, you need a team. You really need a team of people, just like sports. Like when it comes to the game of sports, a player alone cannot win games and championships. They can't, only a team. Okay, and a team consists of players that are in it to see the win. And so when, when you, when, when I talk about a team, that means you need people that want to see you win. You need trusted people that want to see you win. And I'm going to give you guys four different team members that you really do need on your team, especially when you're going through a divorce. You, you need a coach, you need a therapist, you need a financial planner, and you need an attorney. Okay, you need a family attorney. You need those four players on your team to honestly see you win. Okay, so that you can move forward on purpose. All right. Okay, because here's the thing. This this is what you don't want to do. Right? Because this is what I tell people all the time. Let me tell you something. This is what you don't want to do. All right. This this is what you honestly do not want to do. What I typically see or what I have seen is that When people think of all the things that they have to do to start over, when that becomes extremely overwhelming for them, you know what some of them end up doing? They'll go back to that relationship that they walked away from. They'll keep going back to something that's familiar, even if it doesn't serve them. Because again, we are creatures of habit and we will go back to familiar territory, even if it doesn't even logically make sense to do so. Which is why it's so important for you to have a team, because when you are in a season where you are not as mentally tough to get through this on your own, having a team is going to prevent you from going back to something that you don't need to go back to. Okay, you can also find yourself starting and stopping. I see this, too. I see people start strong and they stop. Okay, and they'll start again and they'll stop. And they'll go through this cycle of starting and stopping. And what ends up happening with that is that you can find yourself breaking your own promises. Okay. And what happens is when you, when you feel like you are constantly breaking your own promises, 
you'll quit. Okay. And so that's what you do. And, and, and here's another thing too. You don't want to create a level of emotional buildup. You know, um, I see this a lot where, you know, again, being so strong where you're keeping everything inside and you're not allowing yourself to get through it and process it on purpose, which is why you need a team. Because as a coach myself, one thing that I really do touch bases on is really being self-aware of your emotions and knowing how to deal with them properly. Because that is extremely important because when you don't have an emotional intelligence, you can find yourself making decisions based on how you currently feel, which can actually cause you more harm than good. Okay. And so in other words, you have to invest in yourself. Like you really do have to take the time to invest in you because you really are your, your biggest investment. Because I want you to think of the benefit you will have if you really took some real time to invest in you. Like how would this improve your day to day Um, from running a household to your job or even your business if you have one? How would this improve the relationship that you have with yourself? Because one of the questions that I always ask people is, do you really love you? And I know the political correct answer will be yes, but you love yourself by making the best decisions for your life. You love yourself by doing what you know you need to do to live your life by design. And so you you have to be honest with yourself and, and ask yourself, do I honestly love the person that I'm becoming? How would this improve the relationships you have with your kids if you invest in yourself? Okay, how would this allow you to remove anything or anyone from your environment that are more of a hindrance than a help? How would this give you the opportunity to start doing the things you love? How would this give you a chance to experience a relationship that really adds to you and not subtract from you? How would this allow you to build confidence and self-esteem in yourself? And how would this allow you to make better decisions for your life? Okay, because when you're in a place of hurt, you cope with things and people that will actually make you feel worse and not better. And this is why it's important to invest in yourself so you can make better decisions. And do you honestly want that for yourself? Do you want to keep making things, making decisions that isn't going to allow you to move forward? Because one thing about investing in yourself is that you're not just relying on time alone. Because as I've said before, time alone would not make this better. Okay, time is a very good component, but time alone will not allow you to reinvent yourself. A new year won't make it better. A new external makeover won't make it better. Not even a new relationship would make it better. Okay, because it's, it, the, the reality is, is that it's going to take a level of, of accountability and even the work. You know, I always tell people you can't bypass the work. Okay, so I always tell people time plus action equals healing. Time plus action allows you to reinvent yourself and rebuild and give you the opportunity to live the life that you want. Okay, I want to leave you all with this question. I really want to leave you all with this question. All right. And that question is, if starting over seems too much, then what are you actually going back to if you don't move? All right. I really want you to give this some thought. Okay. Like what are you honestly going back to if you don't move? What are you risking by becoming stagnant? Because if you don't do anything, you'll end up staying in this exact space mentally, emotionally, physically, financially, and even spiritually. 
Okay. Like, and, and how would this impact you? How would this impact your kids? How would this impact those who need you? And I know when we look at that big elephant, right? Because when we look at all the things we have to do, we look at it as one big old elephant, not realizing that all we need to do is take one bite at a time. Okay. And so in other words, allow yourself to work in steps rather than trying to do it all at once. And when you allow yourself to see it in that particular view, it gives you permission to move forward. Okay. And and I just really wanted to talk about that today because starting over is a journey. But when you're starting over now, you're starting over on a on a different level. Okay. You're starting over with a level of wisdom. You're starting over with a level of experience, a level of discernment, and even the lessons that you learned along the way. You know, as I said, if, if you're going to go through something and if you're going to definitely walk away from something, do not walk away and live a mediocre life. Don't walk away only to coast. If you're going to walk away, Walk away and learn how to rebuild, learn how to walk away, walk away and redesign and create and reinvent the life that you always wanted. Okay, and that's important to know because we're heading in the month of March. Sunday will be March the 1st and we've already have completed about 60 days in the year of 2020. And I want you to take inventory of that. Like, have you been producing the fruit that you want to bear this first quarter of the year? And if you haven't, then what are you going to do intentionally to start planting those seeds? That's all I really wanted to share today. I am currently taking discovery calls, okay, for my 12-week masterclass. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I love this class. It's, It's really dope. I mean, if I do say so myself, but in all seriousness, though, everybody that I've, that I've worked with have really enjoyed this 12 week masterclass. As a matter of fact, it's funny because when we're getting to the end, no one wants to see it end because you you really build a, a very good close relationship in this particular course. And the, the goal of this masterclass, um, it is for you to really find yourself again. It is for you to hone into your power, build that confidence and self-esteem. It allows you to, to understand your strengths, knowing how to build an emotional intelligence, focusing on your future and committing to growth and finding your own happiness. Like these are things that are extremely important to really live the, thri- the the life that you want to live. So I give a lot of tools. I give a lot of strategies um, for you to really live that life. Even though none of these ladies know each other that reach out to me, they all say the same thing. I just want to find myself again. I just want to find my voice again. I just want to be happy. I just don't know what to do and I need help. Like these are some of the common phrases that I hear and I get it, right? Which is why I created this 12 week masterclass so you can learn how to get your life back on track. Okay. Um, this is a very no fluff course. Um, I'm, I'm a advocate on accountability because I take your life very seriously. 
because your life is serious and I want to see you win. And so when you want to see a person win, I want to be on your team because I want to help you get you where you want to go and to be the person you want to become. Okay. If you are interested in a discovery call with me, please click the link in the show notes and schedule a 15 minute discovery call with me and see what I can do to help you. If my 12 week class isn't for you, I would definitely let you know and, and provide you other offers that I do have. Okay. So, cause I'm, I'm very serious about where people spend their money. And most importantly, I'm very serious on the direction of the life that you're headed. Okay. And also please make sure that you follow me on my Facebook and my Instagram. Okay. My Facebook and my Instagram is Miss Tanya Speaks. That's M-S-T-O-N-Y-A-S-P-E-A-K-S. Okay. Please make sure that you have subscribed to my podcast. Okay. So you can receive the weekly notifications on when the podcast will drop. All right. And also share it, you know, share this information with people because what ends up happening is that that's how people grow. That's how people learn. I mean, we, we share everything else. Let's learn how to share the positive information to help people along the way. All right. So that is it, guys, for this week. Thank you all for tuning in and joining me. And I will see you next time.